Welcome to the Sinios Health Podcast Maps Edition. I'm Suma Ramadas from Sinios Health, and I lead medical affairs here. In this series, we spoke to industry experts at the global annual MAPS meeting in March. Through these conversations, we focused in on the impact and value of medical affairs today, where the industry is heading, and how we are going to get there. We know there's been an overall shift in the healthcare ecosystem towards a more proactive and cross-functional engagement, altering the fundamental nature of conversations from the perspective of medical affairs. In this episode, Anita Holtz from Beringer Ingelheim discusses the evolving interface with healthcare professionals and the power of omni-channel engagement in an increasingly data-driven environment. Here we go. I have the privilege of leading the Cardiometabolism Clinical Development and Medical Affairs team at Beringer Ingelheim. Welcome, Anita. Thanks again for joining us. So this is our second full day at MAPS, and it's been pretty busy. You can hear the background noise. Tell me, what topics have come up for you that's been top of mind, especially considering that you have a portfolio instead of a single asset? It's been an exciting meeting. As you said, you can hear the background noise and just all the excitement that's out there. And there have been a multitude of topics covered. I think one of the things that stands out for me is the omni-channel approach that is so important for medical affairs to really start thinking about. And coupled with that is really HCP segmentation and identifying the persona that we're working with. This is particularly true in my position where we have not only one asset with multiple indications, but we have multiple assets across multiple indications. So really talking to that portfolio approach that you just mentioned. So Omnichannel did come up yesterday and it's a fascinating subject because we're really making the transition from multi-channel to omni-channel. And I feel like the trend has really been only over the last couple of years. So with that in mind, tell me what you guys have done differently over the past, let's say, three to five years as you're really making that transition into omni-channel engagement. It's a great question. And I think one of the things that we've really started to shift into is making sure that medical is a data-driven team. And and we have not done that from medicine's perspective in the past. We've coupled with Sineos and developed a strong partnership with them in order to really understand what our customers' needs are, where the data gaps and knowledge gaps are, and then also their preferred channels. How do they like to receive the information that we're planning to feed them? That's great. So can you tell me a little bit more about that data-driven approach and how you apply it, especially as you were considering the segmentation of your stakeholders? Sure. I think it's really important as we look across all of the different specialties that we need to interact with that we truly understand what they need and how they like to receive that information, as I said. And by taking the market research that's done through the Cineos project, we look at it across the specialties as well as across region because we see variances in the regions based on specialty. We can then take that data that we receive and develop a very robust medical action plan. We use that not only from an internal team perspective with how we engage with those experts, we also work collaboratively with our field-based medicine organization to really hone in on how the MSLs interact with those experts in the field. Then we look at where the MSLs are going, where we're going from a KOL perspective, and then looking at what other actions need to be incorporated, such as disease state awareness activities. Is that through podcasts? Is that through webinars? Is that through live meetings with disease state symposia? It's really given us a very holistic way of looking at how we deal with different experts in different regions across different specialties. 
How would you say this is different than what we did five, seven, ten years ago, where we just started getting into, quote unquote, big data and how to truly apply it? I think when you look back five to ten years ago, we treated all HCPs exactly the same. We didn't try to tailor our approach to them. And what we want to do as scientists is just dump all of the data into their laps. We want to prove that we know what we're talking about and try to give it to them all in one shot. What we've done now as we moved through the years is we realize that HCPs like to receive small doses of data, but more in a storytelling fashion. So we've been able to really identify what that HCPs needs are, how they like to receive the data, and then tailor our information into that appropriate channel in that appropriate way. The other thing that's really different from a medical perspective is we realize the importance of measuring and using KPIs in medicine. And some of the work that we've done has really helped us identify the baseline knowledge and be able to look again six, 12 months later at where they are. And did our medical tactics move that needle? So it's really helped us in our strategic planning as well as in our engagement with healthcare providers. That's a really novel approach and great to hear. Now, you did mention baseline. How often do you measure against that baseline or how often do you conduct these types of data-driven activities and what dictates that? Yeah, really important question. And I think you have to relook at things on a regular basis. Probably annually is the right cadence to make sure that you really are capturing those needs and the data gaps that exist. However, I would also say that any unexpected or new market event should also trigger that relook or that reevaluation. If we really want to be a data-driven medical affairs organization, the reanalysis is critically important. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Anita, and we hope you have a great MAPS rest of the conference. Thank you. So that's all for this episode of the Cineos Health Podcast MAPS Edition. I'm your host, Suma Ramadas. Be sure to check out the other episodes in this series, as well as topics across the product development lifecycle. You can do this by subscribing to the Cineos Health Podcast, which can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.